And you know, Mark, we talk about during the holiday season where people are lonely, you know, we may call our parents or our grandparents, you know, once a day or once a week, but these fraudsters playing on somebody who's lonely are calling them eight, nine, ten times a day. And being lonely and having somebody to talk to, you know, they they got blinders on. They're not realizing that this person's involved in fraud and trying to get their money. Introducing the Protectors. Inside criminal minds from around the world. Presented by the IAFCI, leaders in safeguarding consumers from fraud and scams for more than 50 years. And now your hosts, International President Mike Carroll and International VP Mark Solomon. Hello everybody, this is Mike Carroll, International President of the IAFCI. Welcome to today's podcast, the IAFCI presents The Protectors. I am with Mark Solomon, our International Vice President. Mark, how are you doing today? Mike, I think I'm in love with you. What? <laughs> Sorry, brother. We're talking about romance scams, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We're talking about one of the many scams right through the holiday season, and that's a big one because during that period, a lot of people are lonely, and uh, that's a good time for the fraudsters to prey on those looking to meet people. Mike, this is actually some of the worst crimes I think you and I have investigated in our law enforcement careers. You know, you see somebody who's looking for a relationship and thinks that they found this incredible person and, uh, you know, they meet online and, and everything just seems to be so perfect. And, you know, it really pulls on the heartstrings of and the emotions of this poor victim who falls for these scams. Mike, can you tell us a little bit of how the scam works? You know, Mark, the sweetheart scam, the victim usually meets the fraudster to an online dating service or chat room. The fraudster usually says, am I right, Mark? He's in the military overseas or involved in construction over in Africa. And they develop a friendship online. And once they do, the fraudsters will take them off that website into a private where they email each other back and forth. They usually send pictures to each other and usually... The fraudster is always going to send a picture. It looks like a model out of a magazine, right? Some very good-looking man or woman or photos with them with their children. And and I see a lot of these scams where the fraudsters plays on the victim's emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, if the victim says they're divorced, the fraudster's divorced. If the victim's uh, spouse passed away, their spouse passed away, just to get that conversation going. And I also see religion. That also plays a big part, you know, when, especially when communicating with the elderly. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, you know, the thing about this crime is it takes time for the fraudster to develop this crime and they have to build up the relationship with this person, get to know them. So it's not something where, you know, you call up, send somebody a fraudulent email or a fraud phone call and boom, they're they're getting the money. This takes dedication and time. And these people over a period of time become emotionally attached to the fraudster. You're right. It does take time. And the scammers actually go on dating sites and set up fake profiles. I mean, they're going to go oh, yeah. whatever they need to do to find somebody that they could scam. Yeah, it's a well-crafted fraud. It takes time. It, it takes some legwork by the fraudster. But usually when they draw that victim in, there's an emotional attachment. And usually they're going to be able to scam a lot more money out of that person than somebody they just met a few minutes or a few hours ago. So, Yeah, and I've seen in some of these cases, once they establish a relationship, then the scamming begins. And I, I see like two different ways. They need a favor, like they want to come over and live with you happily ever after, but they're going to need some money. Or they got this company, they're working overseas, and they need some help cashing some checks for them. So there's that favor involved. That's the one fraud angle. 
And then the other one I see is there is an emergency. Right. You know, um, I was going to come live with you happy ever after, but my son died in a car accident. I got to pay for the funeral. Could you send me some money before I come over there? Yep. I see that a lot. And uh, it's unfortunate. Yeah. And, you know, Mike, there's even a third one I, we're seeing now, too, is where they're just using that relationship to funnel stolen money from one person to the next. So uh, what we call money mules. And yep. so they may not be giving their own money, but the victim is willing to receive fraudulent money. They have no idea it's fraudulent money, but they'll receive it into their bank account and then immediately transfer it over to the fraudster. So, um, you know, there's there's so many variations of this, but Mike, what are some of the tips you think you could give to people that if they're maybe dating online and meeting people online, what are some tips that we could provide them with to make sure that they don't fall victim to the scam? You know, a lot of these scammers are overseas. People that become victim of this scam have never even talked to the person on the phone. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to verify who you're talking to, who this person is that you've met online. You got to vet them out. You got to get as much information about them as you can. But a lot of these people that are victims, they never really even talk to that person. Yeah. So you're saying they've only seen a picture of them or right. writings from them, but they've never. Uh, you know, almost 99% of the time I've seen it is they've never met the person in person. And maybe if they're pretty sophisticated, they do a, you know, where they do a FaceTime and show a little video of themselves. But you usually don't even see that, right, most of the time? Right. You know, I have some tips here, Mark. This one is more for men that get caught up in a romance scam. Mm-hmm. I got this from a detective up on the East Coast. He put this out there and he just says, hey, to avoid being victim of a romance scam, to follow these uh, simple tips. Okay. Um, number one, go to the closest mirror. Number two, look at yourself. Number three, give yourself an honest review and realize that there's no reason in the world that an attractive lady from overseas wants to be your friend. Ouch. Number, number four, <laughs> return to the computer and delete the friend request. And number five, this is for guys, continue looking at lawnmowers, motorcycles, and jacked up trucks that are for sale in your region or the country. And then number six, realize that you just saved yourself from showing the world what no one really wants to see. And you saved a whole lot of cash, too. All right, good tips. All right. All right. Words to live by, I guess. Right, Mike? <laughs> but there's somebody out there for everybody, you know? Uh, everybody's got different tastes. But, you know, I think I, I think one of the main things that we want to get across here is, you know, think of a normal relationship you've been in in the past where you met somebody, got to know them, you know, you're not giving away money and thousands of dollars to somebody that you've never met before in person. So, you know, listen, we're, we're not discouraging long distance relationships, but what we recommend is at some point, if you're going to be involved in a real relationship, you got to meet this person. You got to meet them in person, get to know them before you start transferring money or accepting money from them. So. Yeah, Mark, I mean, uh, seriously, it isn't a big issue where people who get caught up in this and lose their money, they become so distraught, they uh, committed suicide. So, you know, Mike, I had a couple years ago, we had a case here in Connecticut where uh, a bank had contacted us and and this person received a half a million dollars into their bank account. And it noticed it was from the IRS and it was the check was supposed to be or the ACH was for a third person, not the individual. It went into the bank account. So we actually interviewed the woman and she had uh, met uh, what she believed a a gentleman online and had a four-year relationship with this individual for four years, communicated back and forth on almost a daily basis. And all he was doing was setting her up to be a money mule. 
And what he did is he they actually filed a false return on a very wealthy person that was uh, due a lot of money from the government and had that money transferred into her bank account. And she started sending that money off in wires back to the fraudster. You know, we were able to stop it with the, I think we recovered 480,000 of the uh, 500,000. But, you know, this woman was de devastated. She spent four years communicating on a daily basis with somebody thought she was in love to find out it was just a fraudster playing a, a trick on her. Right. Now I do know that a lot of these dating sites do put warnings on their sites, you know, to be aware of who you're communicating with. Yeah. Also safety, you know, too here, you know, we're talking about frauds and scams here, but you know, you also got to be careful of who you're interacting with and, you know, get to know somebody, do some background on this individual before you get involved in a relationship. You know, there's very simple things you could do when you can Google somebody's name and put the word arrested next to it in a Google search or some sort of search. You know, you might find out a lot of information that, you know, they're not sharing with you. So, you know, we want you to be safe. We want you to enjoy your friendships and your relationships. But, you know, definitely do your homework. And again, you shouldn't be sending money to anybody that you haven't gotten to know on a personal level and interact with them in person. Yeah, Mark, I had one case, uh, well, actually it was a detective that worked that we were communicating, but where the victim was sent a picture of the person that she thought she was communicating and that detective took that picture and dropped it in Google's image. Yep. And it turned out to be a dentist down in Brazil. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, that was the proof at least to go back to the victim says this is not a u.s veteran over in uh, iraq so th that's one thing that uh, you could take that picture and drop it in let the victim know hey you know this ain't the person you're communicating with so mike what are some key takeaways here right? we have uh, our audience listening to this podcast today and you know what vital information can we give them about romance scams i think it relates to any other imposter scams know who you're talking to know who you're dealing with don't fall for they need a favor or she needs a favor. Don't fall for there's an emergency. You know, I'm, I'm just going to bring up um, when I was with the inspection service, we had an undercover email and I got two pictures of a car accident relating to one was an emergency on a romance scam and one was an emergency on a work at home scam. It was two different scams using the same picture. Mm. So just you just got to be aware of who you're talking to. So, Mike, I, I was thinking about this. How many people think relationships are perfect? Like, relationships are great, but there's always going to be a disagreement. There's always going to be a difference of opinion. The one thing with these fraudsters do, they seem to always agree with you no matter what. And because they're trying to formulate that bond so quickly. So, like I said, if you think this is the perfect relationship of somebody you've never, ever met in person, that might be a tip to say, hey, this doesn't feel like a real relationship. Because at times you're going to go through some difficult situations or differences of opinion. But the fraudster is always going to want to agree with you to get them connected to them. So, you know what? If it's too good to be true, maybe sometimes it is. And, you know, Mark, we talk about during the holiday season where people are lonely, you know, we may call our parents or our grandparents, you know, once a day or once a week, but these fraudsters playing on somebody who's lonely are calling them eight, nine, ten times mm -hmm. a day. And being lonely and having somebody to talk to, you know, they got blinders on. They're not realizing that this person's involved in fraud and trying to get their money. So that, that always comes into play. So know who you're talking to. Why would you send this person money if you never met them? I mean, that's right. just hard to to understand. I, w I would never do that. 
Yeah, I think, you know, at times we have to be objective. Sometimes we've got to get out of our own skin and take a look at something objectively and say, you know what, is this relationship a real relationship or am I being set up here? So I think sometimes to take a step back and get away from the emotional attachment to a relationship and look at it and say, you know what, this seems, something doesn't seem right here. You know, and I, I think if you were to talk to each one of these victims that fell victim to it, at some point in that relationship and that communication that was going back and forth, they probably were a little concerned. Maybe it was when they started asking for money or starting to seem like there was a, a financial issue that they seemed to keep bringing up. You know, th- those should be some of the red flags that you're looking for. Hey, Mark, I am aware of that the U.S. Army set on alert maybe about five years ago because a lot of these scammers were pretending to be in the u.s military mm-hmm. and i did have a victim here in illinois who met somebody with purporting to be in the military and lost about 20 grand that she had sent to him yeah and it's you know like we're not trying to discourage relationships or long-term relationships or, or long-distance relationships but you know even people in the military they get leave they get uh, breaks they get an opportunity to come back to their home. So, you know, you have to start asking yourself when it's been six months or a year or two years, why have I had the opportunity to meet this person that I am so attached to? Mark, there's a great website out there, romancescams.org, and uh, they put up, uh, posted, are you talking to a scammer, question mark. So they ask you these questions. Um, You know, are you wondering if the person is too good to be true? Are there some things that just don't make any sense? Did this person start professing his or her love in a short time? Is he or she currently working in a foreign country? Or is he or she having trouble cashing a check? Because that's part of the favor, the check cashing. You know, I, I work for a company overseas. Uh, we can't, because uh, of the exchange rate, we can't cash these checks. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to send them to you. And then you cash them and you could keep 10%. Well, lo and behold, they deposit the checks, wire the money back to the fraudster, and all the checks come back no good. Yeah, Mike, that's a great uh, website, and we'll make sure to put that in the show notes. And can you give us that address one more time, Mike? Uh, Romancescams.org. Well, Mike, I hope our audience uh, learned something new about the romance scam, and please don't fall victim for this. And again, Mike, you know I love you, but you know who I also love? I love our audience, so thank you for tuning in today. Please be sure to listen in, subscribe, and share, and spread the word about the IFCI Presents The Protectors. This is Mark Solomon. I'm signing off. This is Mike Carroll. Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Remember, as you join the fight to protect our citizens, you're not alone. With more than 6,500 members from around the world, the men and women of the IAFCI are standing together with you. To learn more or to join the IAFCI, please visit our website at www.iafci.org. The Protectors Podcast is produced by Modified Media and is available for free wherever you listen to podcasts. The hosts and guests' opinions are their own and do not reflect those of management, employers, or sponsors. Listeners are encouraged to contact law enforcement if they suspect being a victim of a crime.